Force. 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your source for everything Star Wars gaming. Each week, your hosts will go over the news, updates, and more that have been happening in the galaxy far, far away. Come join us and our community of like-minded fans as we dive deeper into Star Wars games, past, present, and future, Star Wars lore, and the new shows and movies as they get announced and released. Welcome to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and today I'm joined with Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? Hello, hello. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, our thoughts around that, kind of some of our perspectives around that as well, and then we're going to jump in and talk about a recap of our thoughts on the Book of Boba Fett, episodes 2, 3, 4, and 5, because that's how long it's been since we've recorded, uh, and we'll get into that as well. So let's jump right in. So, we we got hit by COVID a little yep. bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you you got hit, thankfully, mm-hmm. very lightly by it. Well, yeah, because it hit you first. So, it, the, the virus just, like, smacked you in the face. Yeah, and, I was down for two weeks. Yeah, and then it just kind of, like, looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's a little bit of that. So, yeah. you took the brunt of it, really. I did. It was it was rough. I The first few days were awful like I felt like every single bone in my body was was in pain um and then I felt good and started doing things and I overdid myself and it came back <laughs> so for week two uh so that that's great uh but we're back at it we're, we're thankfully both recovered um with I don't think we have any like knock-on effects i I can definitely yeah. feel like i'm working on rebuilding my like my breathing like, yeah I, I don't feel like i have that much capacity as i used to mm-hmm. but we're back at it we're we're jumping on the podcast to talk about star wars and i am so pumped to get back to the show and just have a place that we can all hang out talk star wars talk star wars video games and uh starting this off Let's jump in and and talk about Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. This huge game, uh, originally supposed to come out in October of, I think October of 2020. I think it was supposed to be, I I can't remember if it was like supposed to be October and then it got delayed to, yeah, it was supposed to be October and then it was delayed to early 2021 and then it got delayed indefinitely and oh. now we finally have the details that is going to come out in april Woo-hoo. april 5th i believe is when we will be having this game in our hands you're available to pre-order it again i learned my lesson with uh, battlefield 2042 about pre-ordering games mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so i'm going to i'm definitely going to get this game for sure but i'm gonna wait until I go to a store or pick it up or wait till launch day to pick it up. I'm not going to just pre-order it just yeah. because. Uh, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I, I'm not going to jump on the pre-order bandwagon. <laughs> you got to wait with the commoners. <laughs> exactly. The last few games I pre-ordered didn't go so well. We have uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. 
and uh, Battlefield 2042. So I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm 0 for 2 right now. <laughs> Didn't go very well. So, but I'm definitely going to be, we're, I mean, obviously we're going to get the game. Uh, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to pre-order it. I will get it on launch day or maybe the day before, but I'm not going to pre-order it like right now. I'm going to wait until see, just play the field. I know there's a, uh, if you like, if you get the physical edition, you get a, a Lego minifig. So what? maybe I do that. Yeah. Um, I'm usually like a digital games guy, but like to get a, a minifig, that's pretty cool. It's a Luke with blue milk. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, April 5th, I believe, is when we're going to be getting this game. We have a lot of details. They uploaded a six-minute video uh, kind of highlighting the gameplay. We we saw some of the planets. We saw some of the combat. We saw characters. There's going to be 300 characters that you will be able to play. It's maddening. Like, that is, what? Like, my mind cannot comprehend what that list will even look like. That's a lot of characters. Uh-huh. I think the first Star Wars game that came out was like, we have 100 characters. I know. I don't think it was uh-huh. 100. I think it was like 30. Yeah. It was like, we have 30 characters that you can play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're getting into the 300 mark. And I think they said somewhere it's going to be like 500 that are going to be in the game. But you will be able to play 300 of of the characters. It's just so telling about how huge this game really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, ugh, just watching through that, um, not necessarily playthrough, but like just that whole, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we've got planets, we've got... Ugh, we've got space space stuff. combat yeah. it looks what? it like it looks really robust space yes combat. it does i was impressed i know when it came on i was like what is this because <laughs> this does not look like legos but it is and yeah. this is cool and we got a really good look about at, at the many different mechanics because it definitely seems like it's going to be the most robust lego game in terms of the amount of things you can do there was a Mm -hmm. moment where they were having a conversation with NPCs about who shot first yep one stormtrooper was saying han one stormtrooper was saying greedo uh so maybe there's a level of like maybe side quest or something like that where you can like in in lego uh lord of the rings you have all those side quests with NPCs so maybe you can have those conversations with them uh, and just explore the world because there are going to be free roam. You, you're going to be able to jump in a ship and select which world you're going to, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the UI that you'll be because there's that rotation uh, selection of right. the planets mm-hmm. that you can see. Well, there's a rotation of what um, uh, trilogy. Well, the, yeah, what trilogy. And then there's the also galaxy Also free map. roam. Yeah, I think, the, I think the free roam is the galaxy map. And if you want to play through the story it's that okay so my question is will you be able to free roam every single planet i believe so i mean it's what? not like the whole planet but right. you're going to be able to play like like maybe Tatooine. Is. you can go to mos espa right or mos eisley right. or the Jabba's palace yeah or oh, okay. the wow. like there may be areas like that where you can go to right there's like, like a map to explore exactly in every place though i believe so yes <laughs> And then the galaxy outside of that? Yeah, you can fly around in space. What? It's it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna be curious to see like what is um 
how like linear it is because mm-hmm. i mean lego games they usually walk you through the story you're trying yeah to you're usually very everything. linear you're trying to go through but something that was cool about this is you're going to have multiple pathways to choose from mm-hmm. depending on if you want to go guns blazing or if you want to go silently it depends on what characters that you load into these uh, areas and these levels that you'll be able to have a story or not really you're going to be playing through the same story right but depending on what characters and abilities that you have with those characters it's going to be a different outcome or a different way to get to that outcome mm-hmm. which was when i saw that i was like oh my gosh uh-huh. the amount of replay replayability that you'll have with with each level it's like 300 times worth of replayability yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll have like they'll have like three different ways that you can go through a map uh, or a, a story mission to where, like, if you have a sneaky boy, you can go in sneaky. Uh, if you want to just go guns a-blazing, you can go that way. Uh, if you want to do a combination, you can do that as well. Play it just as the story goes, you can do that for sure. But, like, just the level of, like, branching storylines or ways that you get to those, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's something that we haven't seen in LEGO games, too. Yeah. So, like, I think they're really... They're pulling out all the stops, and I think the extra time that they've had for this game is is fantastic. Yeah, definitely. You're feeling this whole, like, just all the thought they poured into this mm-hmm. is just unbelievable. Yeah. At least from what we've seen. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's the glitchiest thing we'll ever have. That's but, true. But at least <laughs> uh, the I thought is there. <laughs> I hope not. Please don't be bad. <laughs> I can't take any more of this. Yep. <laughs> but hey, they put it off for two years. That's true, yeah. So I don't want to say I have my hopes up, but I sort of have my I hopes mean, up. I mean, it's a huge Star Wars. Like, it is the first, like, Star Wars game since The Force Awakens. Yeah. On Lego. <laughs> and I, specifically Lego. I'm not talking, like, just Star Wars game. Obviously, we got all the other ones. But, like, first Lego game since The Force Awakens for star wars um and it's covering all of the trilogies it's crazy i i know too like when we were watching it the level of fidelity that this game has like just it's gorgeous the Mm, graphics in this game are beautiful yep i mean that's why i'm here i mean (laughs) (laughs) i i mean i wasn't one to actually grow up with any of the lego games so i don't really have much of that nostalgia Mm -hmm. i mean maybe when i went over to my cousins i might have seen them play some but it was i don't know it was just like okay cool lego game Mm -hmm. and i don't know maybe just me being the youngest i just no one ever handed me the controller so (laughs) you got uh, the controller that wasn't plugged in yeah (laughs) so yeah so it's just i don't have any nostalgia for it but i'm excited to see what it looks Mm -hmm. like because it looks awesome like and just to walk through the star wars world again yeah yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's a whole new game it seems yeah and like we're we're playing through together lego lord of the rings Mm -hmm. and just watching you like realize what a lego game can be like like that has the best free roam Mm -hmm. i think of all of the lego games we'll see if this one we'll see but like just the fact that you can explore it without jumping into a menu to where you select the planet, like I don't think it's gonna. Yes. Well, yeah. Gonna, like that's that's what I remember is just you're in the lobby thing and you just go through certain doors or you just yeah. go through a little 
a something mm-hmm. to go to a specific spot and then you're just there and you're walking through the story sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, Lego Star Wars was definitely my first encounter as far as like, oh my gosh, we can just roam around yeah, here. Yeah, Lego and, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh, Lego Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's been, that's been quite the something. Mm-hmm. Speaking on like the nostalgia front, uh, something that they waited until the end of this little gameplay reveal was mumble mode, uh, which speaks to the nostalgia in me so hardcore. <laughs> I love, when when I heard that they were going to be working on mumble mode, I oh my gosh, like it, it makes me so happy. I'm going to try to unlock that and put it on as quickly as I can. Uh, you, you pro- I, I don't know how you'll unlock it. I, I didn't pay attention to see if there mm-hmm. was any kind of teases on how you'll unlock it. Maybe it's like you play through the whole game and then you can unlock it. That would that would make sense. I hope not because I want to put it on. Yeah. Immediately. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. I know. I said it wasn't like the Lego games aren't my uh, aren't nostalgic for me at all. But what I have seen of the Lego games, there is like it. it uh, the mumble mode is a must. Like, mm-hmm. there's no. It's so it's Lego. So, it's so weird when they're actually speaking. I'm yeah. like, what? This is wrong. Like, why? Why are they? Why are they? Why do they have voices? Why aren't they mumbling? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> this. Why are they coherent? Mm-hmm. They should not be coherent right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> especially like if they use voice lines from the movies. That was a that was a time period that they would do uh, that. Like Lego Lord of the Rings, yeah. they use the specific voice yeah. lines and they re they remix it. I think Lego Force Awakens did that as well. Um, for certain characters in certain scenes, mm-hmm. but honestly, I—I well, I mean, you're always comparing it to the movies, and if yep. the character isn't just right, like the voice actor that they have for Boba Fett in this game is—it's awful. Uh, it's the it's the actor that played the kid version of Boba, but like he doesn't have the grit in oh, his voice, no. and it's just so bad. <laughs> Uh, it, it it pains me. Oof. It sounds like a child is actually voicing over. I'll try to find a clip and put it here. Bounty or no bounty, you're coming with me. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Like I I can't I can't believe that made it through the cut. Like that is what I'm most looking forward to turning on mumble mode for, uh-huh. just not to have that voice line. In it, there. it keeps you in the game. Like it mm-hmm. it keeps you out of. I'm playing Star Wars or I'm playing Lord of the Rings. Like, it's not that. It's more of, no, this is a Lego experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I'm I'm so looking forward to this game as a whole. Um, and I hope the extra time that they put into it really pays off and we see that level of polish. Like, uh, I'm so pumped to first boot that up. We're I'm definitely going to be playing it. I, I'm thinking of doing like a nightly stream, honestly, Ooh. of playing. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. I mean, if you if you caught the streams, <laughs> maybe you'd be able to get the inner details uh-huh. on this. We stream every Saturday, or I stream every Saturday on the Star Wars Uplink channel. Playing through KOTOR right now, Knights mm-hmm. of the Old Republic. Uh, it's been fun. Last time I just gambled a lot, so it was great. <laughs> I did win one. <laughs> Uh, but highly recommend it if you are, are interested in joining us uh, or joining me for a stream. That'd be great. Uh, every Saturday about noon uh, Mountain Time. But yeah, I'm thinking of doing like a, a a daily, nightly stream. Probably is what it'll end up being. After after work, hop on and play some play some Lego Star Wars. 
so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. May need to bring a TV to the studio and have like a, a couch setups and get it all working at the studio. Uh, and then we we can both yeah chill and uh, play some play some Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga and have some fun. Oh boy. Yeah, but that that's definitely going to be happening. Um, I I'm so pumped. Like I I can't wait. We're going to be able to play Coruscant. Yeah. Okay. This guy has been talking about. I mean, every chance he gets, he asks for a game where I just want can... Coruscant in <laughs> all of the Star Wars games. I don't understand why them. every single Star Wars game has not had Coruscant. Battlefront 2015, no Coruscant. Battlefront 2, no Coruscant. Jedi Fallen Order, no Coruscant. Zip. Squadrons, Zilch. no Coruscant. Nah. Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, no Coruscant. <laughs> like, it's one of the most robust uh-huh. universes. It's got such a vibe, you know? Yeah. Like, we haven't even seen it in the movie. Like, we haven't seen it in the movies. The only glimpse that we've gotten in the new Disney canon is in Rogue One. There's a flashback scene. Yeah. What? There's a flashback scene to when Jyn Erso is a, a child. And uh, Galen and uh, Krennic are having a conversation in their high-rise apartment in uh, on Coruscant. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the only thing we've gotten. Whoa, it's ridiculous. I'd like to also remind you that I've only watched that movie once. That what? <laughs> How? We've watched Solo like five times, and you've only it's because seen Rogue it burned War. me, man. It burned me bad. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> just a little side tangent here. I, you were told it was the sequel to The Force uh, Awakens, right? No, no, see, this was the problem. I was not told anything going into the movie, so I thought, oh, it's just another like it's just we're just going on along. Like this mm. is just the next one of they, wherever it we're at. It seems like they didn't do a really good job marketing that movie because I've I heard that not. from a few people. Hmm. Yeah, so I was extremely confused when Darth Vader comes on the scene. I'm like, <laughs> wait what? a second. Wait, who? Um, something's not right here. <laughs> like, whoa, we're really pulling out that? He's like, he's alive now? Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then only to find out that I was the dumb one. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. Man, Ray looks slightly different. I can't really put my finger on it, but something's not right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> okay. That's it's still such an experience. We need to watch I we were I was just having this conversation what yesterday that we need to do our wa- yearly watch through of the Star Wars movies mm, again. Yep. And I think this time around we start with I mean, we, we start timeline-wise, and we do include the shows. Oh. So that's probably oh what boy. we'll be talking about on the podcast as we go forward. That, it's just yeah. kind of like... Just going back and yep. <laughs> watching it. Yeah, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to watching, one, the Clone Wars again, and I mm-hmm. think we do it uh, in timeline order because Clone Wars, for those of you who don't know, like I recently discovered this. It jumps around, doesn't it? It jumps around. It's an anthology. So like season one isn't timeline-wise season one. So you'll watch mm-hmm. episodes in like yeah. season six that take place in the time frame of season one, and there's a way you're supposed to watch it, <laughs> which broke my young brain 
Oh, wait. Because I watched it as they came out, and I was Did like, you what really? the frick is Whoa. going on here? Because I think I watched it over COVID. You watched it in lockdown, yeah, yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you watch Rebels. I, st- I still haven't mm-hmm. caught up on Rebels. How far did you get? I got halfway. Uh, I'm on season two. You're missing out on a lot there. I know. <laughs> I, everyone tells me that the third season is where it gets good, and yeah. I'm like, I, it's rough to get through two seasons yeah. to get to the good stuff, but it is true. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was often my background show, mm-hmm. where I just have it playing, and then you don't really have to focus on it too much, So, yeah. especially those first two seasons, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I really wish that they stuck with the Clone Wars animation style for mm-hmm. Rebels. I hate the look of the lightsabers. <laughs> Little like toothpicks. That's <laughs> <laughs> Like they're fighting with toothpicks. Mm. Um, I didn't really notice. No. No. They're so thin. Mm. So thin. Okay. But going back to Lego Star Wars, uh, <laughs> really looking forward to what this game ends up being. I hope that it is. it, it actually used the time well that they had added to it and that we do get that robust experience. I think like we're to the point where like so many games have gotten delayed and then they also still come out bad that I'm scared. Yep. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. honestly, if travelers tells, if you guys can't deliver a good game, delay it again please please i'm sorry if this does happen i'm sorry about it but you know if it's in working order just delay it we will be fine yeah exactly we've waited two years so far it's fine but uh i think from what we've seen so far it looks pretty good there was a couple scenes where i was like that looks kind of strange uh there was the scene with uh the jetpack trooper it was the sequel trilogy it looked a little strange, and I don't know if it was just the an earlier build or what, but that was like, all of the scenes look great, except for that one. I was like, hmm, that stands out. But Interesting. I think it's going to be, I hope it's good. It's, it's definitely expanding and evolving the combat of the previous LEGO Star Wars game. Uh, they're still implementing the cover system, so that's another aspect that they're adding to the LEGO, uh, LEGO system for Star Wars. Even just aiming. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, you can shoot different areas. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's awesome. I didn't I didn't pick up on that mm-hmm. until like just the other just the last time I saw it, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. That's right. They couldn't you were just aiming yeah, you randomly. Just hit randomly. You were just, uh just kept, spam B. Keep hitting the button. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's cool. Yeah, uh, I think they're really nailing down and expanding the formula that we've come to know Lego games for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep on doing this. I, I've said this before, but like Traveler's Tales has been like one of the most consistent developers throughout the years. Obviously, they're working with IPs that are already set up, so they don't necessarily have to build it from the ground up, mm. pun intended. <laughs> um, but they have such a solid track record of like, all of the Lego games that I've played, I've loved. Uh, I still haven't played like Lego City Undercover or uh, the Incredibles game. Or I've played all the Lego Batman games. I've played Jurassic World game. I've played uh, all the Star Wars ones, uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay, I have the a Hobbit. question. Yeah. Uh, do you think that in playing this humongous and like all schnazzed up 
um, zhuzhed, as some would say, um, all zhuzhed up game, uh, do you think it's going to be harder going back to the older games? Or is it just nostalgia's clouding your whole uh, being? I, I like went through it? recently and played um, Lego Star Wars 2, and it still held up. Okay. Like, obviously, it's missing some features. But like the core of it's so good, and I, and almost like so, some of the Lego games that I've played that are newer, mm-hmm. well, I've loved them. It's like Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. See, I almost said Unleashed. <laughs> um, it, it seems like they were adding things to add them, and it didn't really fit all the time. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, they they made that better with this yeah, one. Yeah, probably looks like by they did. now. They probably ironed it all out. Let's hope so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. I'm I'm hyped. Yeah. Mumble mode. I can tell. I want it. I want it so bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is gonna be good. So we're gonna take a short break here, and then we're gonna come back and talk about the book of Boba Fett, episodes <laughs> two through five. Yeah. The book of <laughs> Boba Fett. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. This podcast is a production of Uplink Media Group. Uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture. Check out our other shows, The Battlefield Show, Star Wars Uplink, and The Forge, the Halo Infinite podcast, as well as our YouTube channels for even deeper dives into Battlefield, Star Wars, and more. YouTube.com slash Uplink podcast and StarWarsUplink.com. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. So we've we've been watching the book of Boba Fett, as I th- I'd say most Star Wars fans have. Uh, some people are definitely waiting to wait until all episodes are going to yeah. be there, and then they're going to binge it. Uh, so this section is going to include spoilers. Uh, but first, overall thoughts, juvenile. I think is the is that the word that you use to describe it? I use that word to describe the music. Yeah, the music's very juvenile. I think overall, it's very... It doesn't know what it's trying to do. It doesn't seem like it's doing a good job of explaining itself or really nailing down the heart and core of the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd be my spoiler-free. So let's talk about episode two. We got... Um, I, I love the the details that we've gotten around the Tusken Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think that's something like I did a short about Tuscan Raiders before I knew they were going to be in the show and so heavily focused. Um, so I did all this research, research, looked into canon, looked into legends about what they have around Tuscan Raiders. And like I had this <laughs> level of detail, like I was picking up these yeah. little intricacies that they, they, they put in there for people who know or did the research prior. Um, so I loved, I loved that detail. It was honestly really great to be sitting there with you watching that because I would never have known any of that. Mm-hmm. So it was like getting like a personal National Geographic yeah, cause like, guy sitting right next to me being like, and over here is where this, uh, they would they would never remove their coverings for blah, yeah. blah, blah. So I'm like, t- oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so a little Star Wars fun fact for everybody here. Uh, Tusken Raiders uh, is a name that specifically refers to a massacre of the Tuscan clan of the Sand People. So Sand People would be the technical term that you would use for them. Sand People and Jawas are uh, different species from the same core. So there is one that evolved differently 
Uh, so they're of the same kind of species, but they're offshoots of each other. Um, evolutionarily, they had different needs, uh, so they developed differently. But both are uh, both are very very interesting in terms of how they survive the desert. They both mm-hmm. heavily focus on covering themselves. Tuscans, as soon as they are born, they are put into coverings. They are protected from that. And it got to the point where it was purely for protection. And it became like a a tribal ritual. Mm. Uh, The only times that they were able to take off or they did not have their wrappings was birth and ritual, coming of age rituals, and then uh, weddings. That was the only time. That's crazy. Yeah. They have goggles and masks to retain uh, moisture. 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 Like it, they're super cool. They have a lot of detail, a lot of lore around them. I, it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely something fun. Yeah. So it made it a whole lot. Like that made it the the best part so far mm-hmm. of yeah. So Boba Fett. Let, let's get, let's get get in this. Okay. We have Book of Boba Fett where they're just jumping back and forth. Oh yeah, we mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. back and forth. Yep, with his I was trying to remember if we talked about the second episode or not, um, uh, but no, we we talked about the first episode, I believe, okay. on on the second episode of our reboot. Okay. Because um, the first episode we we're talking about our hopes <laughs> for Book of right. Boba Fett, and then we actually talked about the episode. Oh, okay. Just trying to keep track yep. in my brain. Um, it's been a while, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we we have these. I think it's a good thing and a bad thing because as soon as the story starts getting good. Mm-hmm. They switch. Yep. Which we've been watching Lost recently, and they do a really good job of like switching focus around all of these different aspects, going back and forth, back and forth. And yep. I think Lost does a really good job of showing how well it can be done. So while we're watching Lost, every week we watch Book of Boba Fett, and it's like they're almost there. They need a little bit more time in the past, or they need a little bit more time in the present. They're just they're stretching our focus too much, in my opinion. Hmm. of being like okay yeah i'm really into this past story but then they get to the point where like okay we're about done with this now let's go or they're not even to the point where they're about done with it they're like okay we're just jumping right um so i've been feeling or so in watching it i feel like the past is a lot stronger than what we're seeing for the present yeah so oh, we get, definitely we get this whole like backstory where we're getting like just chunks of it and then we get fast forward to boring it's like so, i don't yeah i i'm supposed to feel for you but and i'm supposed to be cheering for you job. but yeah but i'm over here being like i don't care i don't care about yeah just go sit in your back to tank and apparently you're getting healthy, but you're acting but we a lot don't, weaker than... We don't know why he's not healthy. Yeah. Like, they never show or tell us why he's not ha- healthy. Because in, like, we've talked about this before. In The Mandalorian, he's mm-hmm. epic. Mm-hmm. He's kicking butt. He's yep. one of the best episodes of season two. He was, like, the highlight of season two of Mando. Like, that whole underneath story and then the point where he comes in and helps Mando is fantastic. It's so cool. And then we see him in this, and he's old. He's slow, yeah. and they don't, they don't transition. They don't show. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, he was actually doing his best, but like, man, that took it all out of him, <laughs> and now he has to recover because right. he never really recovered from the Sarlacc pit. Right. They never tell us that. No, they don't. 
They never show us that. Mm-hmm. And we can say that for a fact because it's what we're five episodes in now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> we're supposed to be believing that he is getting better being in this Becca uh-huh. tank and all this. But as soon as he when gets healed, he gets he the gets crap worse. beat out of yeah. him. <laughs> and, well, and he's just, yeah, he's just weak. And we're, so we're supposed to believe, okay, so he's better now. He's getting healthier. When, apparently. Apparently. When in the past, fresh out of the Snarlack pit, he's kicking butt and <laughs> doing cool things with the, the, <laughs> the sand people. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm still not seeing this mm. connection between where he came from, where he is now, and why he acts so differently. Yeah. <sighs> and apparently he's just, just like... Uh, like the moment you sit in the throne, you're jobified or something? Like, like there, just, Yeah, there's such sloth. a disconnect between the end of Mando season two, where he's like, they, they seem to have the vibe there. Everything's dark. And then you jump to actual Book of Boba Fett, and it's like... Oh, hey, guys, we're in a soap opera, and today we're following the journeys of an old man as he tries to go from his palace to town (laughs) to get his butt kicked to Uh where he has to go back to his palace. Like, he's supposed to be ruling with respect, and, like, how can you respect that? (laughs) I want to talk about just the feel of it for a second. Because we were recently reminded about the grit in Mandalorian. (sighs) versus and then mando has such a vibe i know it's got such a good i don't know what you call that there's like the color grade itself there's the lighting the mm-hmm. set design mando Even himself just how it's shot yes yeah it just, it just it has this commanding presence in mm. and of itself it, it knows what it is mm-hmm. boba is just over there <laughs> <laughs> cooking in the sun <laughs> la, la, la. but man his teeth look great his teeth look amazing <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that Becta, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's really just a strange. Washed out. I don't know. It's just uh, was it episode three or four that we get the mods? Mm. So we we get a flashback scene to Finnick Shand uh, joining Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I feel like that goes. Was, was it fourth? fourth? Yeah, yes. I think it was the fourth one. Um, I can't really remember what happened in the. Th- the third one was the chase. Yeah, the third one. Yeah, the third one was the chase. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one, we get the backstory. Finnick Shan. It's pretty. It's a pretty good episode for the past scenes, <laughs> I think. But when you jump to the present, it's like really weird. Yeah. As usual. Uh, but I think the thing that really stands out is the whole modding, the body mods mm-hmm. thing that they have. Yeah. Like it. It totally doesn't fit the vibe of the story. Um. Yeah. Or. Like, it's this super high-tech, almost tattoo parlor where they do body modifications. Um, it's like, how like, is this on Moss Espa? Where I know. They, like, struggle to get water and... It's really fascinating what they're putting into Boba Fett. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, it's like... Okay, so we're following this legend. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he is a legend. That. Do not know who I am. Yeah, but we don't know who he is. Yeah. You know, like we at, have at this point, actually, we know who he was. Right, but we like this is a whole new story for us. Unless mm-hmm. you're like read books, I suppose. But but even then, like those books are not canon. Right. So who is this guy? And this is the story we're being told, mm-hmm. where he's going into like to these 
tattoo, to tattoo parlor, parlors <laughs> to save a life and uh-huh. like uh, um yeah this whole it's very confused this mm-hmm. is like oh and there's no grit yeah so you expect to, okay if we're if we're going to be planning to go into a tattoo parlor that we're actually mm-hmm. changing on body tatooine parts, on tatooine you think Oh man, this has got to be like cyberpunk. Yeah, you're gonna have like, like robots hanging from the ceiling, their arms disconnected, their eyes still like slightly coming to life. Yeah, no, it's a almost empty parlor where someone <laughs> is on a table and oh, and don't forget those super chrome. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, the colors, man! All oh, the colors, uh, the stupid freaking <laughs> chrome speeder bikes that go the speed of a Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> um, what do you even call I those things? Little carts that yep. have the motors on them. That <laughs> the usually, cart. yeah, the little motor carts at Walmart. That's how fast they see. Uh, yep. The chase scene is so bad. <laughs> yeah, like could we? I could least... run faster than that. <laughs> what What are those bikes called? The like the the butt rockets? I don't know what the crotch are. rockets. Yeah. Yeah. At least make them sit like they're on a crotch rocket. Yeah. Instead of this granny moped. Uh-huh. They thing. look like scooters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so weird. Uh, th- there's just a lot of vibes going on, mm-hmm. and it's very confused. Yeah. And I am very confused mm-hmm. and frustrated mm-hmm. because I want Boba to be epic. Still don't like the music. The music is confused. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're often playing the wrong. Yeah, feeling like you're in this super intense moment, and you're like, "What is this?" Should be yeah. We we literally (laughs) in episode four, we're like, we had to like rewind. We we watched the whole thing, uh and we rewound. We're like, okay, but this moment right here, why did they use this music? It was when he was reunited with. It was like Spy Kids with his shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Uh huh. Music is the soul of this thing, and if it's not right, it's yeah. It was so noticeable. Yeah. Now let's talk about episode five of Book of Boba Fett. Uh, wait, wait. Are we sure we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett right now? You mean Mando's the Book season of Mandalorian? three, the prequel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so I love this episode oh so much. It was so good. It was a breath of fresh air. It was freaking incredible because. Mando is such a well-developed character mm-hmm. at this point. They know exactly how to make him like this was an episode of Mandalorian. Yes, it was. That was it. Like we didn't see Boba <laughs> the entire episode. And like th- we had this conversation yeah. afterwards. It's sad mm-hmm. when the best episode of The Book of Boba Fett, a character that we've been waiting for 40 years to really know what happened to him after he fell into the Sarlacc pit that the best episode of his show is one that he is not in. Yes. Like, oh, like that just hurts my heart. Uh-huh. And I've been feeling this like all <laughs> week just thinking about it, you know? Like, oh, yeah. like oh. how do you get it so wrong? Mm-hmm. Where? Oh, dude, the opening scene oh. in that episode is so good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. After we finished it, we were like... We were hyped. We were like... Let's go! <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we need to talk about the combo theme. The combo theme. What? You're telling me this is Book of Boba Fett, 
we've been getting the same theme. And then suddenly we get a combo theme. Mm-hmm. This is not the Book of Boba anymore. No. This is the Book of Boba and Mando. Mm-hmm. This is the Mando show. Yeah, no, it is literally the Mando show now. Because we're not now. I'm like, oh, forget Boba. Let's go. Screw let's go that find old Grogu. man. I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! yeah. <laughs> Shiny boy, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, forget it. I'm way more attached to yeah. whatever. Who cares about Boba? Fett? Whatever Mando has for as a gift. Yeah. For Grogu, I want to know what that's about. Uh, like, I've never had that? so much emotional connection to a little <laughs> rapping. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, if you are listening to this and you have a different opinion to us, I would mm-hmm. love to hear that. Uh, reach out at contact at uplinkpodcast.com. Let let us know because I would really love to hear what you have to say uh, about the book of Boba Fett. What are some of the points that you really enjoy about the show? Like, I I, I was talking to um, uh, an old member of the Battlefront community, Sledgehammer. Uh, is the name he went by in the the battlefield or battlefront community back in the day? Aww. He was the community manager for for the game Battlefront 2015, what? Uh, and he he had the same thing. It was like anyone just feel like the show's off, and I was like, yeah. And there are moments that feel so great, and mm-hmm. it's like, man, this is cool. Like Star Wars is awesome. Yeah, but it's moments. Mm-hmm. It's like a couple scenes in the show in its entirety of four episodes so far. Um, and then you see something like Mando in this setting where it's his episode. Like they know his character so well, they know the arcs, they know the story beats that they have to have. He's struggling to one. We know why he's struggling. We know some of the things because they did such a good job of setting up his character mm-hmm. and showing his motivations, which we don't know for Boba Fett. Mm-mm. Also, Beggar's Canyon and just the callbacks to the prequels in an original city, original trilogy feeling setting, like redoing the Naboo Starfighter. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I mean, like, I'm not, I don't usually vote for like trying to pull out our nostalgia strings Mm -hmm. and stuff. But in such a fantastic way. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. There's like I was not expecting it. I was not expecting that at all, and it s- surprised me. Yep. And I am not unhappy about it. Like, <laughs> give me some more. <laughs> that was good fan service. Yes. Like, I I think that I've I've complained a lot about fan service and many different types of things. I think for a lot of times it struggles to really nail and fit a spot. I think there's I mean, if we talk about Mando season two, the moment where Luke comes in, it's I I in my personal opinion, I hate that scene because it is a a deus ex machina moment where they have no way to get out of it they've written themselves into a corner that can only be a thing of uh you catastrophe is the term that tolkien toy uh coined uh which is how he described the eagles like we mm. we automatically understand when something randomly goes wrong you mm-hmm. catastrophe is when it randomly goes right mm-hmm. and and i think not. it seemed like that was it that case for the ending of mando mm-hmm. where and they weren't even trying to yeah. get out of it yeah it's like they they were they were 100 percent 
they worked themselves to that corner, mm-hmm. and they just said, "Oh yeah, okay, we're done." But that's what that's just what it's done. Yeah, it's just is. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I I think that was a fan service that mm-hmm. didn't really land for me personally. And Luke is one of Luke is one of my favorite characters. I used to cosplay as him as a child. Like <laughs> I had one one glove that was a robot hand. Oh my I had gosh. my taekwondo uh, uh, like garb set up with a a brown uh belt that my dad had that i had a lightsaber tied to like luke was my character and like it felt on such a level Mm -hmm. where like i didn't i wasn't happy when he showed up Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a different thing we'll talk about Mm, that (laughs) i I definitely want to rewatch mando yes um but my goodness that episode was so good. Even the annoying little lady on yep. Tatooine, she was bearable. Yep. Which very much surprised me because okay. she was so annoying in the first season. Okay, but how do you feel about the BD unit? I'm so confused. Yes. Um, I, I it's obviously a different BD unit. Maybe is it? It looked a lot so like it. Something that <laughs> some fans pointed out is they're using the same animations as the games. Mm-hmm. for it i'm not surprised uh i mean obviously it's a series of droids that they're going to be more of but it's so interesting like i want a video game character to cross over to live mm-hmm. action so badly yes i want old man cal Kestis <laughs> so badly that's who i was hoping would come up to oh the, really to grogu's mes- mm-hmm. message not luke yes um but like they have to work their way up to that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I don't think it is the same droid. Yeah. I think it's a different one. Mm-hmm. But I love seeing another BD unit. It was really cool just to yeah. see him, especially when he did the hologram thing where he yeah, did that was oh. so cool. Even though it's like, come on, Mando, you you totally knew where that went. Yeah. You just wanted to see that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to make the droid feel like he was doing his part. Yeah. <laughs> oh no it's just because mando has a soft spot for little things yep exactly <laughs> so uh, good and the whole moment where it's like have you ever taken your mask or has it been taken off of you yes oh, it was powerful it was the the silence mm-hmm. was palpable Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I, this was this was the setting and i i think i think it's interesting too like people's uh, people were I've seen this a few times. It's like people are either they're frustrated, fairly so, that Boba wasn't in this episode, and it was uh, a tie-in to set up the stage for the next episode or the next season of Mando. But honestly, like I think this is our Marvel moment where we're starting. We're going to start to see these things interweave and interconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's just noticeable because we haven't seen it to the level that we saw it this week and we expect it so much in marvel movies Mm. that it is jarring in star wars but i don't think they're going to do it at the level of a marvel because you have to work up to it and i don't think i don't think star wars is there quite yet okay but what marvel does right is that they don't introduce a character and then put in other characters that or do they have they done that before where that's like okay so like if you are introducing a character you're trying to build up people to like relate to this character 
figure them out even mm-hmm. you don't you don't have an entire episode dedicated to another character that you're already dedicated to you know like yeah. why would you I do think that, that i think that's the weirdest part i'm happy that they went that way because it, they did such a good job through that episode you're happy because it's the best episode that we've seen because so far. it's not boba fett yeah uh, which I never thought, like, if I told my younger self about this, he'd be like, he'd slap me. Yeah. And be like, what are you talking about, you idiot? Uh, but on the level of it as a show, I think it is very jarring to have this arc of a character be completely sideswiped by a different one. And I think I think it's more than jarring. I think it's rude. I- <laughs> <laughs> that is Amanda, a, how that you? is disrespectful uh-huh. to Boba Fett. But it just shows like how how little they understand about the character. Cause like yeah, you exactly. have Mando who you set up this wonderful arc for. You have a wonderful storyline, and then you're like, well, fans really want Boba mm. Fett back, and yeah. it would bring in a lot of people to Disney Plus. So let's make <laughs> a Boba Fett show. So you think that it's literally just fan service? I think that's definitely part of it. Hmm. Yeah. You think they rushed the story then? I think so. Uh, and two, like we have to think about it too, because this is this was filmed during, uh, a, I would assume it was during the original or Delta variant of COVID. Hmm. So you can definitely notice too, like how they're using and shooting the scenes. Everything is, like if you pay attention to it, people are in groups mm-hmm. and it's- they don't really... They don't really match up. Yeah. It feels like a... A A stage. Yeah, exactly. It feels like the old way of shooting TV shows. like Where you have a steady camera. Yeah. And it's just one room. Yeah, because like they have to separate the people yeah. because they don't want cross contamination and eventually like or having someone shut down the whole production. Yeah. I think that ultimately comes down to if they do get a second season, which I hope they do because they're building up the foundation of the character, it makes sense that it would get a second season. I think if it does, they'd be in a much better place to be like, to be like, okay, this is our character. We know what we're going to do now. We've gone through all of the the growing pains because they have they have some serious growing pains right now yes and it's concerning like Mm -hmm. that worries me because we got such a fluid and um themed show with mando Mm -hmm. and now we're getting this confused mess yeah like how how, i'm not convinced that they're going to figure this out by the second season i think it would have a better chance as a second season hopefully by then we have a little bit more leniency in terms of shooting things More like leniency where they're just leaning on the mando stuff yeah and maybe boba becomes that secondary character we see what he does through mando in little vignettes mm-hmm. we, he comes in and out he's he's maybe he's the character he's the guy in D that like comes in every now and then <laughs> <laughs> i'm just frustrated i'm frustrated that they made a show for him if he's that if that's all he should be and maybe he should have been. Maybe he should just be that side character who just were always in it veil a mystery behind him mm-hmm. sort of thing. Instead of showing us a weak character that we can't root for. Yeah. That's just sad. Mm-hmm. Makes me angry. Yeah. 
we'll see about next episode. I mean, I think there's two or three more episodes left in the season, which is... I, I don't know how they can wrap it up in those that little number of episodes, especially considering they dedicated a whole one not to Boba Fett, but to Mando. Right. Don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be exciting, though. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's it's <laughs> like it's Star Wars, mm-hmm. so we're all talking about it. Like yep. I, I spent like 20 minutes talking to a friend of mine in the parking lot about <laughs> Star Wars. It was great. Like it's definitely something like whether you love it or hate it. I think even if you don't or if you struggle with the relationship to the characters and the arcs that they're saying, like we're still having a fun time watching it. Mm-hmm. I'll give oh, it yeah. that. Oh, yeah. It's not like, man, I'm going to just freaking tear out my eyeballs and this is so awful. Like, it's... It's just the next step in Star Wars that they're yeah. doing. So, mm-hmm. you can't complain. Exactly. Just frustrating when you want it to be better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yep. Uh, but with that, thank you all so much. Again, if you do, ha- I would love to hear your thoughts around it. If, if you have a differing opinion, send it in. Reach out on Twitter. Reach out. Uh, it's at Star Wars Uplink on Twitter. And then it is contact at uplinkpodcast.com. Or if that doesn't go through, you can always reach us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Even uh, if it's just a one little thing that's either bugging you or something that you're like, no, wait, it was good because yeah. of this moment. Please let us know. Yeah, let us know. I would. I'd love to be able to see the show in a even just the smallest little bit of a better light. That'd exactly. Be great. <laughs> yeah, let us let us know. We'd love to hear it. Uh, as always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. If you did enjoy it, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Lets us hear your feedback and uh, tracks new listeners to the show. You can also rate us on Spotify now. Uh, so definitely rate us on there, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Instagram, all the places. Come join us. Uh, if you did enjoy this content, definitely do consider subscribing or following the feed uh, so you never miss an episode of this podcast. And uh, definitely check out our YouTube channel. We stream every Saturday at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. As always, may the Force be with you. <laughs>